unless you're Jesus, you can't turn water into wine, right? Financial professionals, if they're not earning, if they're not investing um, in the stock market, uh, they're very likely not going to be able to get the returns of the stock market. They're going to get the returns of bonds and how to in, in, in a lot as a matter of fact to be 100% true this is something that at one point that I was sold on as I was learning the business right I started off uh, in the business with a primarily insurance uh, focused company that, that did investments in a very good company uh, overall you know but a lot of the people that taught me uh, about money in that business believe that you can get stock market return uh, without stock market risk, right? And, and and here's where it came from. You know, as I matured in the business and began to study um, the stock market, not just in the last 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, but going back, looking at stocks, bonds, other asset classes over four or 500 years. Hey, y'all, I man, I did like a super exhaustive study, you know, for a couple of years of all different markets. Um, and, and what I learned was basically what, you know what happened was you had a period of time where bonds in the 1980s started off at super high interest rates. I'm talking about it. you can buy bonds at 13, 14, 15, 16 percent. Which for those of you who don't know, bonds uh, you can buy a bond. The organization or the place that that guarantees the um, the interest rate you're paid. Uh, or the, the place you buy the bond for it can guarantee the interest rate you're paid. So these were like, you can buy U.S. government bonds that were paying really good interest, you know, for 10, 20, 30 years. And you can hold that and earn a decent return over that period of time. I won't get into why interest rates were, were super high, but it was just an anomaly in history, right? If you look at those interest rates in the 80s, you know, when this, when people, where people get this, this myth from, um, um, that's like not normal. Like interest rates now are not that that way anymore. Interest rates before then in history in other countries and this country uh, were never that high. But when you have interest rates that start off that high, then it's not that difficult over 10, 20, 30 years to make a decent return because you can just hold you can just hold the bond. And here's where I'm going with this: uh, a lot of the insurance companies that create products that look really good over the last 20, 30 years compared to the stock market. Um, as far as interest rates, that's just that's very likely not going to happen again um, because you have a situation where these insurance companies that create these products um, that, you know, that are quote unquote going to offer stock market return without stock market risk, uh, they're, they're backed by bonds, right? The, the way they create the interest rate uh, or, and get the interest rate for the product uh, is when you open up the hood and you look at um, how they create it, the portfolio behind it is mostly in bonds to the tune of, you know, 80, 90, 95% bonds. So 
unless you're Jesus, you can't turn water into wine, right? Financial professionals, if they're not earning, if they're not investing um, in the stock market, uh, they're very likely not going to be able to get the returns of the stock market. They're going to get the returns of bonds. And how to, and, and, and so and how do you how can you project and get an idea of what uh, bonds are going to earn? You look at what a 10-year bond is paying. You look at what a 30-year bond is paying. Right now, I check CNBC. 30-year bonds are paying about 3%, right? Which is a lot lower than the 80s when that was number was 13, 14, 15, 16%. And so you look at that and you say, all right, this is giving you an idea that, you know, over the next 10, 20, 30 years, bonds are just not going to do what they're going to do. And so, and you should never buy an investment based on looking in um, the past which is a 10, 30 year window. You wanna, you wanna look at long time periods, get an idea of how else that classes perform relative to each other, get a deep understanding and make a decision. But this is a classic example of just saying, yeah, if you just look back 30 years, you know these products that uh, that are projecting pretty well relative to the stock market look really good. But when you actually understand how things work and how assets are priced, you look at the 30 year bond and you're like, hmm, that's not very attractive. And y'all don't get too far in the weeds and think that. Philip is saying that bonds are going to earn 3%. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you look at the stock market returns over 20, 30-year periods of time, um, you know, going back, you know, 100, 200 years, those returns are pretty close to in the 7 to 10% range consistently. You know, bonds depend on uh, what 10-year, 20-year, 30-year bonds are paying, and they're going to give you an idea into um, – what they're going to earn right now we're in a period where bonds are paying like really really low interest rates and, and so these products that are going to do better than uh the stock market or the same without stock market risk it's just not going to happen and then and, and then it just goes back to practicality right so since that even if you didn't know the details of what i just told you and that 30 year period was kind of an anomaly in history um just know that there's like there's, there's no risk without reward. You know, you don't you don't have a great marriage uh, without hard work and suffering. You don't raise good kids without, um, you know, some pain that comes with teaching them different lessons and and some fear that comes with them learning lessons. Right. Um, there's nothing that you're going to get. Uh, you know, you're going to gain something without pain. Right. There's no pain without gain or however that saying goes. So whenever you see somebody saying, hey, you can get stock market return without stock market risk. And that thing goes off in your head where you say, ah, this sounds too good to be true. It's right. Now, here's what I'm not saying. I'm also not saying those products are bad products, right? For people who are super conservative or want some of their money that has no stock market risk, maybe a good fit, right? You want to dig deep into, um, you know, is your fear rational or irrational and, and is it lack of education or e education but if you get to a point to where you don't want any mar any money in stock market risk it's not a bad option i just want to educate you on which bucket is appropriate for which that bucket uh for these products are security bucket safe money you know it's not going to compare to the stock market over the long term very likely um uh, or very unlikely to compare the stock market over the long term so um, I just want to educate you on that. I I have a chapter in my book, Retirement Investing 101, um, that if you look at investing myth number three, uh, and then you can also look at 
investing myth let's see investing myth number three stocks are too risky and you look at uh, investing myth number nine I can get stock market returns without stock market risk I go into detail on numbers of how you walk through this stuff and make it make sense here's one more thing I also did um, I find a lot of people want to um, get some advice on their portfolio and what they're doing uh, or their financial plan but they don't really know where to start and they may be sometimes embarrassed to go talk to an advisor because they don't know what they don't know um, so I created this quick short quiz on my website you can go check it out click quiz takes less than 10 minutes for you to take uh, www.stonehillwm.com or you can click to learn more on my page or you can just google Stonehill Wealth Management that's two words Stonehill is two words or you can go to my Instagram profile ask Philip click in my bio links but go to my sites on the front page you click it less than 10 minute quiz it'll give you an idea of where you should be focused on your financial plan doesn't require you to give any information no name no email address but go check it out I created it uh, for people to get an idea of where they are in their plan and as I always say um, investing involves risk I'm CEO of Stonehill Wealth Management a registered investment advisory firm you can seek your own counsel before making investment decisions investing involves risk this is just for informational educational purposes not meant to be investment advice Y'all enjoy y'all's day and go make some money.